When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Rineker, Justin Charles, John Nye, and Josh All. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Dogs Podcast. My name is Derek Frisbee from DS Sports. So today, we are here to talk about the Cleveland Browns secondary and what that could look like under new defensive coordinator Jim Schwartz this upcoming season. But before we do, please be sure to follow the Dogs Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. And if you could, please like this video, comment, subscribe. And if you want to let us know your thoughts outside of the comment section, thedogspodcast.com, you can leave a voicemail, let us know what you think, we'll play it out on the show, and you can get your opinion heard by more people outside of the comment section. So I think that's great. You should do it. If you care enough to comment, care enough to leave a voicemail. Um, And then other than that, if that's not enough for you, there's more dogs. Join the dogs.com. You can join the Patreon. I'm in the Patreon. You know, I said it last week, if you watch this video and you say, hey, I don't think you know what you're talking about. You're an idiot. You can tell me that in the Patreon because I'm in there. And that's one way for you to contact me. Uh, There's plenty more fantasy football, text chats, all kinds of things. After hours, uncensored, unfiltered, everything you could ask for. We got it here at the Dogs Podcast. So anyway, today we, like I said, we're here to talk about the Cleveland Browns secondary. And I've been talking a lot recently about draft prospects and guys that the Browns could bring in. I want to talk about the guys the Browns have. I want to talk about what it could look like and what you should expect. So this is not, this wasn't planned, all right? This was not something that as of yesterday, I was planning on talking about, right? Just to let you in on the behind the scenes here, uh, Josh was texting me, I think it was like Sunday, And we're like, hey, you know, what do you want to talk about? Because obviously, like I said, we've been talking a lot about the draft. And I'm like, hey, I want to talk about some current Browns. And I said, all right, let's talk about the secondary. I want to talk about the secondary. And then Monday, right? Yeah, yesterday. Or no, wait a minute. What's today? It's Wednesday. So Tuesday, yesterday morning, uh, we had the burial of a Cleveland Browns reporter Um, emphasis on reporter and I'm not going to throw him under the bus completely but he comes into effect in this conversation or I should say what he reported comes into effect with this conversation we're going to talk about here so yesterday 
it was reported that Greg Newsom, Cleveland Browns corner, great young player, first round pick, wants a trade. Now, shortly after that, it was slammed down and completely just proved wrong by Adam Schefter, Mary Kay, and Greg Newsom himself, along with multiple other Browns players, uh, essentially saying this is BS. So, I don't want this to be a burial party for this certain individual, um, you know, because I did plenty of that on Twitter yesterday and all of Twitter did. But what I will tell you is the conversation of that report comes into effect here, right? Greg Newsom has been talked about in multiple trades. He was talked about in the Jerry Judy trade package. People were throwing his name in there. Listen, I'm on the record saying I wouldn't trade Greg Newsom for Terry McLaurin. So that's how highly I think of Greg Newsom. And I think he's going to be here. Now, he did get a new agent with Drew Rosenhaus. And he's obviously a super agent. And it's a bit concerning because that means when it comes time for payday, the Browns are going to have to do something major to keep him around. That's essentially my takeaway from it. Now, yesterday, there was a ton of panic because everybody was freaking out. And it amazed me how quickly people were to give up on Greg Newsom. Because just because one report that was a complete lie came out saying he wanted a trade, everybody acts like he sucks. And that's what I want to get into today. This secondary is absolutely loaded. And I think we forget that. Um, Joe Woods sucked. It's no secret that Joe Woods was absolutely atrocious as a defensive coordinator. And there was so much talent specifically in the secondary that he just did not use in the right way. Right. Guys like John Johnson, Troy Hill, who we've seen over the past couple of years who are now out the door could have been much, much better players if Joe Woods knew what he was doing. And it, that's what kind of frustrates me. Now that Jim Schwartz is here, I would have liked to have seen what a John Johnson would look like in this defensive scheme. And we're not going to see that. But still, in my opinion, the Browns have one of, if not the best secondary in the NFL. I really do believe that. So when you look at the corner position, um, it's going to be interesting to see how these guys are used, right? Because you have the talent is out of this world. Your top three corners are three of the best corners in the NFL. Um, you know, Denzel Ward, Pro Bowler, we know who he is. I know he sucked last year, but we'll dive into this more in a little bit. But I think Denzel Ward's going to make a big, big step forward. Greg Newsom, in my opinion, is the best corner on the Browns. He's the most complete, versatile, athletic. Like, he, he's incredible. I love Greg Newsom. I think he's awesome. I think he's the best corner on the Browns. Then you have going to be going into his second year, Martin Emerson, who looked like an absolute monster. And I think in, in Jim Short's defense, he can take another step, which is going to be scary for the offenses of the AFC North. Um, you bring back A.J. Green. You sign guys like Mike Ford, who's going to come in and play a specific role. And then you take a look at the safeties, right? Juan Thornhill, DeAnthony Bell, Grant Delpit. For me, I think just the core group of talent is fantastic. You just have to use them in the right way. And like I said, that's what Joe Woods failed at. 
but I think Jim Schwartz is going to get it right. Jim Schwartz is known to play a lot more man. And for guys like Denzel Ward, Greg Newsom, Martin Emerson, and I would even say A.J. Green, those that's the defense they should be in. Joe Woods had these guys playing nickel zone, and it, it just – they didn't know what they were doing. They didn't understand their assignments. It was confusing. When your teacher is bad, how are the students supposed to understand the assignment? And that's a lot of what you saw last season with the Browns. This year, I think it's going to be really simplified. I think you're going to see a lot of versatility with specific guys. I think you're going to see Denzel Ward playing strictly for the most part in man coverage on the outside. But Newsom, the debate with Greg Newsom is very interesting to me because people are saying, oh, you know, we're going to have to play him in slot. Or in the slot, I should say. I don't think that's the case at all, personally. I think that Greg Newsom is somebody who you can play him all over the field. And I was told that new signing Mike Ford, corner, who is going to be a special teams player, is also looked at by the Browns as their nickel corner. Like their nickel corner. Like that is specifically his job. So... If that is the case, that's going to be interesting because what that tells me is you're going to have a healthy rotation at the corner position, which speaking of healthy, we know guys get hurt every year, right? Denzel Ward's been hurt. Newsom's been hurt. Like it's just the reality with the corner position. AJ Green's been hurt, right? Corners get hurt. It's a tough position to play. And especially like when you rack up the injuries like a Denzel Ward has, I love Denzel Ward, but I can no longer count on Denzel Ward to play a full season. It is a added on bonus if he if he does at this point in his career. So the Browns adding the depth that they've had and now being in the spot where you're going to use guys more correctly, I think you're going to see the absolute best out of the Cleveland Browns secondary, specifically in the corner position, because in my opinion, like I said, I think you're going to have word on the outside a lot. I think Emerson, Emerson's interesting because he can play inside. And you've seen the trend in the NFL where a lot of times teams will take their number one or number two receiver and move them into the slot, even if they are not slot receivers, right? Think of the Bengals with like T. Higgins. So I think people are getting a little bit too caught up in the specific roles for players because you're going to see versatility. Right. Andrew Berry loves versatility. And regardless of what Jim Schwartz wants to do, he's going to find different ways to use these guys. You want to get all your talent on the field as much as possible together. And if it means Emerson plays in the slot, I think he will do it for a limited role. I think that's kind of the the overstated part here is when you talk about Greg Newsom not wanting to play in the slot, when you talk about Emerson playing in the slot, like it's not they're not going to play every single snap in the slot. And that's that's what kind of doesn't make sense to me is people are on Twitter just going to wars over this. And it's like football is a sport where you're not always going to be in the same spot, right? I mean, you know, when you're a, a skill player, you're used all over the place. Same thing. You know, when it comes to this situation, it's like Emerson's great. 
But guess what? If T. Higgins is lined up in the slot, I'm going to put Emerson on T. Higgins. The dude's a giant. Same thing with tight ends. So I think specifically when it comes to Martin Emerson, I think it's he's kind of the wild card here because he struggled at times last year and other times he looked like one of the best corners in the NFL. So with Jim Schwartz, it's going to be interesting to me when they get into camp and they get into, you know, kind of the spring training side of things, when when Jim Schwartz can get up close and personal with Martin Emerson, it's going to be interesting to see what role he thinks fits best with him. Because I'll be honest, I've kind of, I don't want to say I've struggled with that, but Emerson, you know, everybody's compared him to like Richard Sherman and guys like that. I see that, but at the same time, I don't think he's strictly like a zone corner at all. He's He's got a ton of talent that is just so rare that that's what intrigues me about Jim Schwartz and how he's going to use him. So I could see Emerson playing multiple different spots. I really could. And it won't surprise me in the slightest. And I think Maybe by the end of this year, you you are going to look at Martin Emerson as strictly an outside corner lockdown. Like maybe that's the case, but at the same time, you have other guys who can do this stuff, right? Get Greg Newsom. I don't care where he's at on the field; he's going to be a great player. You could throw him at safety; he'd he'd still be great. So that versatility and the ability, and and Ward can too. It's not that Ward can't, but. The Browns have an ability specifically at the corner position to move guys around. So I just want to hammer that point home that don't get too caught up in the whole job situation because Jim Schwartz is going to look at these guys and he's experienced. He's going to look at these guys and say, Denzel Ward, best in man. Greg Newsom, best in man, but can do both very well. Martin Emerson, he's kind of the wild card that it's going to be interesting to see how they use him. Outside of that, A.J. Green, I think, is a tremendous player. The Browns signed him as a UDFA out of Oklahoma State, and I thought he was somebody I circled for the Browns to draft, and we got him as a UDFA. And so far, he's been really good in his role. Special teams, rotational corner, step up when guys have been hurt, and he's been pretty good. He's been very good. And the Browns signed him to a one-year deal cheap coming back. I think you're going to see the same, you know, that you've seen on AJ Green his entire time in Cleveland. You're going to see him being used in that situation. Special teams, rotation guy, injuries, step up, fill that role. I'm excited to see if he continues to develop because, yes, we signed him for one year, but I could see AJ Green potentially earning himself a decent contract somewhere else. If he does get some more playing time and plays as well as he can, I I can't remember when it was. I wish I had, you know, somebody here I could talk directly with um, to help me remember, but didn't AJ Green have like the best cover corner coverage grade for PFF for like a week or two? Am I wrong on that? I don't know. Somebody tell me in the comment section, but Point being, A.J. Green is not a scrub. He's a great corner. And like I said, Mike Ford, the Browns view him as that nickel guy. So that's going to be his job. He's going to be the nickel corner. He's going to be the special teams just boss. 
And outside of that, I think you have versatility. And I think that Jim Schwartz is going to get the most out of that versatility. This episode is sponsored by Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks is rewriting the book on burgers with an all-new handmade texture for the juiciest homemade burgers you've ever tasted. Their pure ground burgers are made from single cuts of real, aged Omaha Steaks. These are truly steaks on a bun. Filet mignon, ribeye, New York strip, sirloin, and even brisket burgers. Now is the time to experience the exclusive burger perfection flight for just $79.99. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, at checkout and get an extra $20 off your order plus free shipping. You'll get four of each pure ground burger so you can sample all the steak on a bun greatness. These burgers are crafted for a juicier, more tender experience, making your mouth water with every single bite. Don't wait. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, at checkout. You get $20 off the Burger Perfection flight, plus free shipping. Discover your new burger obsession. Minimum order may be required. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So let's transition here into the safety room. So Brown signed Juan Thornhill to a three-year, 21 mil, 14 guaranteed contract coming over from Kansas City. So he's going to be your starting free safety. Grant Delpit's going to be your starting strong safety. And outside of that, DeAnthony Bell. And I think the Browns are going to draft another, might sign another, who knows. Um but safety, in my opinion, is the one. It's really the position that's going to make the most difference in this secondary, because, like I said earlier, John Johnson was somebody who was brought in, and they tried to use him as a free safety when he's a strong safety. He's meant to play up in the box. Delpit, we tried to use him as a free safety, and I was a bit disappointed because I think he massively underperformed as a free safety. Right, I had high expectations with Delpit, but he's shown he's shown that in the NFL he needs to be where he's at now. He needs to be a strong safety up in the box, kind of that middle range, um, you know, where he's still good enough to you know pass or break up passes. He's still good enough to, you know, come off the edge and get sacks. We've seen that multiple times. He's better downhill. He's a downhill safety. And we try to use him deep. And I think because of that, we have not seen the best of Grant Delpit yet. And I'm hoping this season, that's what you're going to get because he's going to be in that role. And he's shown flashes of being a fantastic safety for the Browns. I th- Maybe that's just me. And I know I'm a fan of him, and I wanted him when we got him. Um, but he has, in my opinion, he's shown flashes. And I think if Jim Schwartz can put that all together and really mold him, combined with the ability you have at corner, and then talking about Juan Thornhill here, that signing is one of the most overlooked, under-the-radar signings in the NFL, in my opinion. 
Juan Thornhill is a young guy who has played in as big of big time game situations as you can get. Super Bowls, playoffs, rivalry games, like he's played in all of them even at his young age and he's been great. He's been fantastic. The, it, Chiefs fans, you know, when I was talking with Josh about this, um, you know, when we did our episode he said that Chiefs fans are, you know, in comment sections and on social media talking about, man, you guys got a good one. Now, think about it for us, like as Browns fans. Were we telling the Patriots, hey, Mac Wilson's a stud, congrats? No. I mean, no. Come on. So, to me, Juan Thornhill is a guy who is just tapping into his potential. As great as he was on the Chiefs, the Browns have a better secondary than the Chiefs. So, in my opinion, I think you're going to see his numbers go up even more. I think his contract is going to look like pennies on the dollar for what his worth is going to be with the Browns because he is strictly a free safety. And the problem the Browns had last year was the busted coverages. Nobody was deep. Delpit didn't know what he was supposed to do. John Johnson didn't know what he was supposed to do. Guys were passing off receivers to each other, and nobody was taking them. And Juan Thornhill is going to be your your safety who sits back there and plays center field, who's going to roam side to side. The dude is fantastic. He's not like... He's not a hard-hitting safety. He's not going to be your tackler. What he's going to be is your ball hawk. He is going to find ways to knock the ball out of the receiver's hands, knock the ball out of the air, pick off passes. And I'm expecting, you know, because here's the thing. any Anybody who's played corner or safety at a high level, and obviously I have not, but I'm saying I've talked to people who has, They say that when you can count on the guy opposite of you and you know that he's got his man, that allows you to just do your job because you're not having to worry about what he's doing. And if his guy is mossing him and just burning right past him, you know, if if you got somebody who's that good, you can just do your do your business. And for Juan Thornhill, that's what I think is going to happen. I think you're going to (sighs) be. If I was in his shoes, right, just looking at what I'm expecting this season, I think his job's going to be very easy. I think his job's going to be really easy because you have one guy in Denzel Ward who, when you play him in man, and I think people need to understand that, he will be one of the best corners in the NFL again. And I know he sucked this year, but he can get back to that. As long as he's healthy, he'll get back to that. And then on the other side, you have Martin Emerson or Greg Newsom, which Newsom can Newsom was literally the corner that shut down Jamar Chase. Does that tell you everything you need to know about Greg Newsom? So you can count on Newsom, you can count on Ward, and then with Emerson, his size and his ability to just kind of jam receivers and slow them down. Thornhill is going to be sitting back there all day just chilling because it's not like he's going to have to make up for the crate. And I know people are going to hate me saying this, but the crazy busted coverages, you're not going to see that again. You're not going to see that because a guys are going to be used in the right spot. 
B, you added more pressure up front. So guys are going to get, you know, in the quarterback's face sooner. Hopefully, Okoronkwo and Miles Garrett could be incredible together, along with the interior defensive line getting bolstered a little bit. And I just think I think it's going to be an easy job. And I think outside of Juan Thornhill, Delpit, like I said, being used in that role, you're going to get the best out of him. And hey, let's let's go ahead and take a pause for the cause here and shout out, you know, Dogs Podcast favorite, D'Anthony Bell. The dude, for being a rookie last year, you know, a UDFA signing, the guy came in and went to work. I mean, he came in and went to work. And you saw his impact. He was a great special teams player. Every time he got on the field, and here's the thing, you saw it in the preseason, right? I don't know if I'm the only one who pays attention to this stuff, but I'm watching specific uh, position positions in the preseason to see the depth and when D'Anthony Bell came in he was fantastic he was absolutely fantastic and during the regular season when he got in he held his own which is all you can ask for out of, of UDFA signing right he wasn't the reason why you gave up a play right so I think you have really good depth there um, as far as your one, two, three, but I would still draft somebody. I, I know there's been some mock drafts that have the Browns taken Jordan Battle. And I just want to say this. I think Jordan Battle is going to be a fantastic player in the NFL. I've been watching this kid since high school. I think he is great. I think he's kind of underperformed so far at Alabama, you know, and I know that might be a little controversial, but For his potential, I don't think he has performed to the level that he could. He should be a guaranteed first-round pick, but he's not. And if the Browns can somehow find a way to end up with him, then you're looking at a great safety room. Because here's the reality, and I know I don't want to be so negative. I feel like I'm so negative in every one of these, talking about these contracts and stuff. But I'm just, you know, here's the reality check. Grant Elpitz up for a contract. So... I could see the Browns bringing back Delpit on a, a cheap one-year deal if he's all right this year. Give him kind of, you know, like a talky-talky type situation where it's like, hey, you're really good, but we don't want to commit to you yet, and you're not going to get crazy money elsewhere. Just come back. Could be that, but if it's not, the Browns should plan for who's going to be their strong safety of the future, and I think they should add another one in the draft. So, It'll be interesting, but overall, and by the way, corner could be a position they add too, because like I said, with the injuries and everything and how crazy corner is and how many guys are going down, it wouldn't be a bad idea for the Browns to draft another corner in the fifth round, something like that, just bring in more depth, more competition. Who knows? Um, But we'll see. Let me know your thoughts. What do you guys think of the Browns' secondary I think it's one of the best in the NFL. And I think under Jim Schwartz, you're going to see some fantastic football out of these guys. And especially guys who you, you've kind of written off, I think. You know, more specifically with Denzel Ward. I think you're going to see what we drafted him for again. So, again, like I said, let me know your thoughts. Drop a comment in the comment section. I want to hear from you. 
Uh, please be sure again to subscribe to the Dogs Podcast as well as check out all the social medias. Again, my name is Derek Frisbee from Dale Sports. We will see you in the next Go Brown. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the Dogs Podcast. Get your thoughts on the show at thedogspodcast.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.